hang out at that brewery talking to that lady and buying cassette tapes, napkins <laughs> banging on the dashboard for hours trying, trying to get the to speakers get to, work. to work. Eventually and then they, it did. They would, and then they one would work, and oh, the other would tease. work. And then oh, Bess yeah. is such a tease. She yeah, is she a is. tease. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 330. The population of eight different U.S. states, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, West Virginia, Alaska, New Mexico, and Vermont could all fit inside New York City. And I'm guessing that would be some culture shock. When two people are living in a 19-foot van for six straight days, space is definitely at a premium, a lesson that I learned over this last road trip. And I never imagined that my Tortuga backpack would serve me well in this capacity also. We always talk about the Tortuga backpacks being perfect for when you're flying because they're the largest carry-on size out there. So they're amazing for that. You don't have to worry about paying for check bags or anything of that nature. But it was also really neat to have a bag that could fit all my stuff, but also be compact enough to be out of the way when I was living in a 19-foot van. So whether you are going to be buying a random van in Montana and trying to drive it across the country, odds are probably not, or whether you're looking to go on any other type of trip, plane, train, automobile, bus, Tortuga Backpack is going to be your best friend. You can check them out over at tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. Every project that we do over here revolves around helping you travel, whether that be better, cheaper, or longer. If you're listening to this podcast, we know that that is right in your wheelhouse. So I wanted to fill you in on a few projects that we've got going on that if you haven't checked out yet, you've got to go and do that. First is our community, Location Indie. That revolves around helping people who want to become location independent and who want to not just travel a few weeks a year, but be able to make travel a lifestyle just like we've been able to do. We help people build businesses and build work that allows them to do that. If you want to check that out, you can head on over to locationindie.com. The best thing you can do is get on the email newsletter, and we'll send you our free guide called Side Hustle Success. You'll also know when the community opens again. So hop on over, check that out, locationindie.com. Second is our new app designed to help you get the cheapest flights out there. It's the app for spontaneous travelers. It's called Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can get that on the App Store. If you have an iPhone, you can also get that on the Google Play Store. If you have Android, it's totally free to download. Check it out. You'll get a premium subscription right away to try that out as a free trial. If you like it, you can keep it. If you want to downgrade to the free version, totally cool. That is going to give you the best flights available out of the airports that you choose. So you can get that app, Jetto, on the App Store as well as on Google Play. That's J-E-T-T-O. And lastly, big news, we've got a new travel podcast coming out where I will be answering in short form, 10 minutes or less, your specific travel questions. So if you have questions about travel hacking, miles, points, credit cards, or you just have general travel questions, use the hashtag AskEpop, A-S-K-E-P-O-P, on Twitter or on Instagram. I'll be grabbing all those questions and I'll be answering them on a brand new 
podcast that'll be coming out very, very soon. So I need your travel questions. Get them over to me. Use the hashtag AskEPUP on Twitter or on Instagram. All right, that's it for right now, guys. Let's dive into this awesome episode where I tell you all about my newest purchase. Here we go. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today are two very special, very spontaneous guys, Travis Sherry and Mr. Dave Napkins. Hashtag love napkins. (laughs) If you love napkins, throw it on Twitter. Hashtag love napkins. (laughs) Hi, guys. Super excited to be here. I'm glad to be joining Travis and Heather once again on a EPOP podcast. Yeah, because this time we've got the trio, the gang back together, whereas Gang's uh, all here. on the hashtag van life trip, it's just the two of us. We were missing our third compadre just, there. Just Although, two dudes. Very true. I think you're pretty <laughs> happy dudes. you weren't on that van life trip. Uh, yes, yes. I was enjoying myself Why? at the beach. With Wit and my sister and my mom, so we were having a great time, but you guys had quite an adventure. We sure did. I can't imagine what would have made you feel as if you shouldn't have been with us or wouldn't have wanted to be with us. <laughs> well, today I, we're is getting... It, is it the moldy van? <laughs> All right, don't, don't spoil it. Today we're getting the down down with the dirty. <laughs> down with the dirty. Down with the dirty. Um, the behind-the-scenes story of this van life adventure that you guys happened upon on your trip. So I guess let's just it jump found right us. in. It found you. It, that's it. When fate smiles upon you, 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 <laughs> you take the opportunity. And how often do you get a chance to have an old Bess in your that's life? That's right. An old Bess. So that's what you've named the van. The van the is named Old Bessie. Na- well, you call old her Bessie. Bess. I like Bess better than Bessie, so I call her Bess. It's fine. Everyone needs a nickname. But uh, yeah, we, we dubbed her Old Bessie. We thought maybe there'd be another name that came up. but it As usual, a name came to Travis quite early, and I felt that a name would eventually evolve. But I kind of felt like Bess was just, you know, a generic cow name. But <laughs> as the trip progressed, it became clear that her name was indeed Bess. Well, I mean, and she's she a big white, white yeah. van. With and some... So she's like a cow. She's big and white. And yeah. she just takes care of business. I know? was just worried she'd take offense. But apparently she she it well, endeared her. She got you across the country, right? So she did indeed. Yeah. So I guess we're we're, no we're skipping to the punchline right away. We made it. We yeah. are here you outside are here. of Philadelphia. We did make it all the way from Great Falls, well, excuse me, actually a little past Great Falls, Montana, Vaughn, Montana. If anyone's been to Vaughn, Montana, well, you know what's in Vaughn. Absolutely (laughs) nothing, except apparently a camper van that's for sale. And so she she did. She made it all the way from Vaughn, Montana through to the suburbs of Philadelphia. I believe it ended up being 2,765 miles. I'd have to check the logbook, but I'm pretty sure that's it. So I feel like people out there might have some questions 
as as did I when you FaceTimed me while I was in New Hampshire um, asking if you could buy a van. So let's give everybody kind of, you know, let's set the scene a little bit. First of all, you and Napkins and a bunch of other guys were out in Montana. Yes, we flew out to Montana via Minneapolis. Well, Philly to Minneapolis and then to Great Falls. And thanks to Delta's beautiful um, <laughs> lack of, you know, wanting to fly in quote unquote weather, which was nothing in Philadelphia, we got to spend an extra day in Minneapolis. We did indeed, which was a gift. Which was a gift because it was fun. But we went out to Montana for, for this guy's trip. There were six of us. Five of us flew from the Philadelphia area. And then one of our friends lived out in Montana and the original plan, and we won't go into this whole story because- <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. This is a whole other <laughs> podcast in itself. But the original plan was to float for five days down the Smith River, which is apparently an amazing fishing river. Our good friend John Salati planned it, who is, I guess, is he in Vaughn? So he is in he, Vaughn He well. is now in, he in is now did move to Vaughn from Great Falls, but right. this original plan of floating the Smith River didn't work because the river was too low. So anyway, we spent- a week out in Montana, and we did some rafting, <laughs> not as much as we wanted to. A lot of carrying the boats, more than we wanted to. It's been to. pretty dry out there. It's been pretty dry. And then we did see Glacier National Park and all that. And then three of the guys who were on the trip, the other three guys who had come from Philadelphia, other than Napkins and I, they flew home on mm. Saturday and Sunday. Interesting. And, <laughs> and I was talking to Trav all throughout that week whenever he had cell service, which wasn't very often. He was often grabbing other people's phones to try to connect with me and Whitaker. But I kept asking, hey, Trav, do you have a plan? How are you getting home from Montana? Because you and Napkins did not have a return flight. No, we did not. No, we did Intentionally. not. In- intentionally. So we... It wasn't like we forgot and... No, it, oh, no. it was typical Trav traveling with Trav uh, traveling with just uh, hashtag Trav traveling. Just this. Uh, okay, we we knew we wanted to explore a little bit, and whether it be Montana, whether it be a road trip, what have you, we knew we wanted to explore a little bit after this trip because it taken a you know it was a pretty decent chunk of time and money to get out to Montana. Both Napkins and I, him being a teacher and us being location independent, had the opportunity to spend some more time out there, mm-hmm. and everyone else had you know, had to get back for work and stuff. So we thought, all right, well, this is, you know, we're in Montana and neither of us have been here. Neither of us have really been to this part of the country. So let's take this opportunity to see some stuff. You were obviously very gracious in allowing me to uh, stay away for another week. I appreciate that. And she gave the very important nod. Yeah. Yeah, the very important nod. But I, I, there was one thing that I really did want and that was a plan. plan. And Trout doesn't like to make plans. He likes to be very spontaneous, which usually works out in his favor, even though it might cause some of us some angst. (laughs) Sure. And and to be fair, every once in a while it causes me angst too, but it's just, (laughs) you know. Did you have any angst napkins? (laughs) Angst? What's angst? I I never have any anxiety when I travel. Was Travis. If, if, if you have never <laughs> heard uh, meltdowns, if you have never heard napkins before on this podcast, I behoove you to go to the travel meltdowns episode. One of our favorite episodes of all time. We actually reran it in August because it's just an awesome story of napkins traveling with us in China. Um, so yeah, how many? Well, we all how had many meltdowns. P- we did all have but meltdowns. Napkins might mine have been was the best. Mine took the cake. His was the best story. His <laughs> nope. multiple meltdowns. But if I do say so myself. So how many? angst pills were you popping during this trip i guess is what, <laughs> what this asking. particular pit yeah trip? but you actually didn't see angst- real angst pills you actually didn't. i was fine yeah, <laughs> yeah. you mean like <laughs> you actually, actual 
prescription medication. Wow. I hey, whatever you want no, to. I didn't have to. I didn't have to medicate to get through this trip. Yeah, well, that's that's a positive note. It is. And to be fair, uh, napkins really. You really did roll with the punches. So I guess we'll get into kind of how this came about. We didn't know what we were going to do, Hath. So you wanted a plan. I wanted a plan. I think that it was, you know, Friday or Saturday night. We were texting because we couldn't even FaceTime. And I said, you know, can you make a plan? Can you get, can you book a flight home? Because, you know, Whit and I miss you a little bit. It's yep. been over a week and we'd like to see you. Sure. And so you were like, okay, I'm finally going to do it. I'm just going to book a flight home for Napkins and I into Philadelphia for the following Friday in, in a week. Right, so that's what we did. It was Saturday. It was Saturday afternoon, about four p.m. The reason I remember that is we had twenty-four hours after we booked it with our miles to cancel. So I, I knew exactly when I had the cancellation thing. So I knew I had that in my back pocket. So Saturday, always scheming. So, so we always got scheming. we got out to Great Falls mm-hmm. the Saturday before. So this was a week later. Saturday, I booked a flight for us on that next Friday out of Bozeman, Montana, for Napkins and I to fly to Philadelphia. And we booked it out of Bozeman because our plan at that point, because then I got a rental car, um, was that we would spend Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday driving around Montana and mostly Yellowstone, Mm -hmm. end up in Bozeman. So take the car one way, end up in Bozeman, fly out of Bozeman to Philadelphia. So we're going to do... Originally, when we first started talking about this trip, Napkins and I, we were going to go down to Salt Lake City or maybe all the way down to Phoenix or Las Vegas. Like We are going to do a Western... Well, to be fair, I had originally... I had something going on in Las Vegas, potentially, a conference, and I might have had wanted to go down there, and I had requested like two months ago, or not requested, but suggested that maybe we take a road trip down to Las Vegas, and... um, yeah, so that's where so, you guys kind of thought about, like, let's stay in Montana a little bit longer. Maybe exactly, road trip, to take maybe. it longer. Right. So I did plant the seed, Heather, if yeah. you want someone to blame. Oh, I'm and, not blaming and, anyone. <laughs> there's, there's no blame here. This is a free zone. There's either no blame or plenty of blame, depending <laughs> yes. on how you look at it. But we, um, we originally planned to take a road trip one way down to one of those cities and then fly back to Philadelphia. Well, it didn't work out exactly as planned because, A, rental cars were super expensive, and we didn't really want a car. We wanted... A, a van. We're like we're, the idea is like, oh, it'd be so cool if we were doing the West. We could just pull over in these national parks. We could camp. We Imagine like camper vans and vans being expensive at the height. Well, of summer I mean, travel. not only were no, I mean even just regular rental cars were super expensive. Yeah. But camper vans and vans, it's very hard to do one way, especially out of Great Falls because there's nothing in Great Falls. So you could get it in Salt Lake City and go one way, but that was going to be one way like that was where we're trying to get to so it wasn't going to work for a van so we started saying all right well we're not going to go be able to get down to one of these cities and do a real like full western road trip but we could go out of montana so we could just spend a week you know or five days bouncing around Montana. there's a lot to do in montana and even just spending three days in yellowstone i think a lot of people would be happy to do that right i mean is there a lot to see there oh yeah Tons, and that was our that was so that was our plan. So so Saturday night we make this plan. I get a rental car, we get tickets home, and but we're sitting there. I just want to interject. How many hours, like mentally, did you spend <laughs> on planning this out? Well, I had a whole me s- zero. Well, yeah, napkin zero. So you, I went you- downstairs and slept while he did this. <laughs> That's fantastic. That, yes, he did. Um, he was sleeping. I had a multiple spreadsheets going of oh all the gosh. options of flights out of Phoenix to Boston. Uh, much? Yeah, I was doing all So I would say maybe 20 hours of time for me. Now, maybe 20 wow. is too much. Uh, I, over 10. Over okay. 10. 10 is what I would guess. 20 seems insane. O- over 10. But, <laughs> but, but I had started it even before we left to go right. on the trip. 
So all that combined, had about 10 hours in, finally decided we were going to go out to Bozeman. But like everything, I left ourselves an out. We had 24 hours to cancel, and I knew you could cancel a rental car. So after I got that down and we're like, all right, here's, here's like our trip, I started saying napkins, well, what if it could be a little cooler? Like, this is our base trip, right? Okay, we'll fly to Bozeman Friday. We have everything planned now, um, and this and that. We're going to leave tomorrow on Sunday. But let me just see if there are, like, campers or camper vans available <laughs> around Great Falls that people want to sell. Mm-hmm. And how did you feel about that, napkins? Because, I mean, you had a plan now. It seems like a fun plan. I had no... Well, honestly... I had no real expectations once I decided that I wasn't heading down to Las Vegas and just wanted to st- I I knew I had like 10 days to play with. Yeah. And so it would have been I would have done whatever he was willing to do. I mean, um I wasn't interested in buying a van for myself. Oh, why not? Because <laughs> I don't have a family that I want to take up to New Hampshire regularly <laughs> and uh All right, all right. Uh, uh, and he does and so, you know, there was there was a secondary reason why a camper van would be, you know, useful to you guys. Right. And so I was if he wanted to buy a van, I was I was open to that. And, you know, basically, I he is a travel planner. He does that for a living. He does it all the time. I wouldn't be that much assistance. I, I mean, I could have gotten a flight out. I could have rented a car and taken it down and then left Bozeman. That's probably what I would have done if I had been planning it myself. Right. It's just the easier way to do it. And um, but Trav has a knack for finding for finding deals, and there it'd be it would be stupid of me to not allow not take advantage <laughs> of his skill. Yeah, you can't hold him back, you know, because I can't. I, great you, things can happen. <laughs> exactly. So if if you start if you start to uh, pull pull. Pull like pull pull the reins, you know. You you might not have the trip that you, that that's potentially out there on yeah, the horizon. Po- there's potential there. There's a lot of potential there. And, <laughs> and so that is what I was thinking: was we have this base trip, and it's going to be cool, and it's going to be great. But maybe it could be a little better. And so I started sending all these emails out on Craigslist. Who doesn't and, like better? And, yeah, and Trav definitely likes better. Well, because I he like is better. Mr. FOMO. I am. Like, and he could be doing an amazing thing, but something else could be more amazing. At one point, I said he was upstairs, just you know, typing <laughs> away on a borrowed laptop, and you know, asking me my advice, my my opinion here and there, and and uh, what what do you think of Bozeman? What do you think of this particular price? Blah blah blah. And I would just, you know agree or disagree with a specific plan but i knew that he was in the mode uh-huh. at in- one point i suggest i said i'm gonna go downstairs take a shower and um i guess i disappeared for like three hours yeah went to sleep Didn't- fell asleep fell asleep knowing that when i woke up there things, would be things would be different <laughs> there would be there would be changes and uh, perhaps a miracle ha- would have occurred right and so <laughs> so just to wrap up the the pre uh, story was that I, I was sending out these messages on Craigslist, and I, we didn't really have anything to, else to do that Saturday night. We were just hanging out with our other other buddy, Odor, and uh, our friend's wife, Mackenzie, was there, and she was actually goading it on. She's like, oh, yeah, like, she was looking for vans and campers. She's like, you should just buy this one. There was, like, one that was totally pink inside. It's like a 1980s camper. She's like, you should just do it. I mean, if you could find something, you should just do it. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, I should, of course, you know? So... Her and Odor and, and me were sitting there, and it's not like I had something better to be doing. 
and so we were just looking at these options. So I maybe sent out five to seven messages about campers and or camper vans in the area of Great Falls. Didn't hear back from anyone on Saturday night and was actually a little surprised and a little bummed that no one got back to us because we had a night to kind of go out and just enjoy Great Falls. And Odor and Napkins were both keen to like go look at a camper. I mean, it's a funny story. Even if you don't end up getting it, you're just pulling yeah. up someone's house, someone's house looking at a camper. So no one got back to a Saturday night. So Sunday, I um, was very disappointed in Travis. <laughs> yeah. Travis did not deliver. Yeah, there were no miracles happening. Travis did not deliver on Sun- Saturday night. Saturday night, no miracles. Sunday, we wake up. Our buddy John has gone to the airport at 5 a.m. to fly out Odor. He left. Cool. So it's just Napkins and I and our other not buddy. Not cool. We would have welcomed all of those guys on our road Well, trip. sure. I mean, but they, they took... But the van is only so big. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Little did we know. So... Um, we go to the airport to pick up the car that he had left there early in the morning. And mind you, Great Falls is tiny. So like John, our other friend John's house that we were staying with was like five minutes from the airport. So we went to the airport Sunday morning and we had to pick up the car and then pick up the car that John had driven there. And we were going to pick up the rental car Mm -hmm. because it was right there. But instead, and this, this is an important detail, instead of just picking (laughs) up the rental car right then at 10 a.m. when we were supposed to. I was like, well, we drove by a U-Haul place, and we have a minivan as a rental car, which isn't ideal for, for sleeping in, you know, I and camper vanning, and it's just a regular minivan. So why don't we go to the U-Haul that I saw just down the road and see if they'll rent us one of those little cargo vans, not mm-hmm. the box trucks, but the cargo vans to take one way to Bozeman, because there'll be nothing in the back. We could throw sleeping bags and a mattress pad, and this could be perfect, and it might be cheaper, because the minivan was like 650 bucks for five days. Mm-hmm. So... Instead of picking up the rental car when we were supposed to, I called him up. I said, can you just hold it for an hour or two? We'll be back. The guy's like, yeah, sure. By the way, I got you a Yukon instead. All the fold s- seats fold all the way down, this and that. So it would have been... Yeah, that would have been perfect. Been good. It would yeah. have been perfect. So we you had could have just right then and there been like, yeah, let's take the Yukon. We could have. But hit the road. Well, I was we feel, I was we did, but as as often happens, Trab... Trav wavered slightly. Yeah. And I was just feeling this pool of <laughs> like... A detour. I, I don't know. Let's just try this U-Haul thing out because it'll be a funny story. Like, wouldn't it be... M- more funny if we took funnier. a u funnier, funnier more funny if we took a u-haul van around so anyway go to the u-haul store we asked the guy if we can take a u-haul cargo van to bozeman he says yes but they're really busy give him 15 minutes we'll check for availability another important detail so we wait in line for for 10 minutes because if he had said no right off we would have just left and we would have been back at the rental car place mm-hmm. in that 10 minutes very, very close in that 10 minutes i get a text message from my phone hey this is lauren um, I've got that camper van. I've got that van you were asking about. Do you want to come Version see it? Van. Like, which I didn't even know which one it was because I sent like seven messages. I'm like, which one is it? He's like, 1989 G20. G20 van. And he starts going through the things with it. Give me some details. He goes, I said, is there anything wrong with it? He goes, there's no air conditioning. So <laughs> napkins. <laughs> when I read that to you, your reaction I said, that's was a deal breaker. That's a deal. I mean, it's that's hot. You're in the, you're, you're in the American West in August. Yeah. That's hella hot. It, yeah, so I was like, oh, no air conditioning. Okay, well, this is a deal breaker. So anyway, in that time that I was texting back with him, asking him some questions, the U-Haul guy comes up and he goes, oh, no, you can't take cargo vans one way. They're always just in town. You can't take them to Bozeman. And we're like, and we're the like, guy just told us that yeah. definitively that we could. Right, and he's like, no, 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 you can't. So we're like, all right, well, let's leave U-Haul. So when we're walking out of U-Haul, we go to the original guy who told us we could take him one way. We're like, hey, are, are, you said we could take him one way. Is this possible? He goes, oh, no, 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 you can't take him one way. So no, bizarre. No, no U-Haul is allowed that. And we're like, you 
15 minutes ago, you were very adamant you could. Listen, the stars were aligning. They were. That, this, was, for you. this was miracle. This, this was the beginning oh, of the best. miracle. You know what I mean? The beginning of the miracle. <laughs> That's why I'm telling the details because it is, if he had told us right off, you couldn't, we would have had the rental car already. So at that point, we have a decision to make. We can go back and get the Yukon, or we can go check out this camper van or this conversion van with no air conditioning. So we're sitting there. It's napkins, myself, and my buddy John. And I'm like, it's about 20 minutes away, away from the airport. I'm like, do you guys want to do this? And I was kind of like, I would be cool. But if these guys say no, if either of them are like, no, nah, I don't want to go check that out. Let's just get the Yukon. You guys be on your way. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I don't, I mean, whatever. He didn't care at all. I, at this point, I was a little bit concerned that the ball might get rolling and be out of my hands. <laughs> and then I'd be, you know, traveling in a lemon. I didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, Travis isn't an expert in cars, and neither am no, I. No, certainly but, not. But certainly. we do have enough. In <laughs> I had some faith that we could look at an engine and know at least whether or not it was a total mess. Well, I, we've, I we've driven. I would not feel comfortable looking at there's like, a couple opening of things. up a hood and being like, hey, is this going to make it? Not enough. I wouldn't miles? be enough. Exactly. I wouldn't <laughs> be confident enough to know that. But you could, there are certain things that you can see that you can tell, like, okay, this is. This has basic function. Okay. Well, also, and John each of knows us, a little bit more than we do. And each of us have driven for 19 or 20 years. So that's kind of our experience with cars. And right, I had an older, we try. we've had older cars before. So, it, and they are easier than newer cars. So, regardless, John was like, well, I mean, it's it's out by my new house. He he right. was buying a new house in Vaughn, and he was moving into it like three days later. And he had been moving, having us help him move stuff to that house. So he actually had a load of this, this is another important detail. He had a load of stuff that he was bringing to that a new trailer house, load. a trailer load, and and the place we had to go was about five minutes past his new house. So I thought, all right, at worst we go out, we see this. How can van. we not look at it? Yeah, we go out to see this van. We help him unload this last trailer load. We come back to the airport. We're on our way. No big deal. Again, we didn't have no any time plans. Lost, really, it was it was noon on Sunday. Our only plan was to get down to Bozeman anyway, which was pretty cool. So because we had all this time, we're like. Well, whatever. This is now part of the adventure, just going and looking at this van. Mm -hmm. So we decide. No one else cares. I'm like, ah, let's just do it, right? Because why not? It'd make for a good part of a podcast. Little did I know it'd be a whole podcast. Because <laughs> then we go out and we drive to Vaughn and we pull up and uh, we get to this guy's house. Dirt road. Dirt road. Very rural Montana. Wooden bridge over a little creek. Right. To really? Get, yeah, to get to his house. A little with wooden two, bridge. With two like... Milk old, they were like spittoon style, like old milk milk jug, metal milk jug. Wow, things. Yeah, I mean, and and so we pull up, and there's three pickup trucks in his yard. He's his house is small. It's like a older trailer, and then there's this white Chevy conversion <laughs> van that he has a squeegee in his hand and is squeegeeing the windows. Well, yeah, like, he's got a spruce and best up. Rather you frantically, know? people are. <laughs> Looking to buy? Yeah, yeah. He was getting her all already, and there was a dog in the back like of the van, like an old van collie, yeah, mix, God. like barking so at us. So was it the dog house? Is it the van essentially served the purpose I, of being? I hope not, home but for animals? I mean, the dog was like up on the bed, yeah, yeah, and squatting down, growling and barking at us, oh. which. To me, it was like, okay, no air conditioning. I'm allergic <laughs> to dogs, by the way. So, well, yeah, that's like, right. no air conditioning, <laughs> no air conditioning, and a dog has the run of this, you know, this ancient van. van. Right. And 
And you couldn't get near it at first because the dog was like, right. don't buy this So vans. at this point, how likely were you to buy the van? Like, I mean, what were, what was your thought process? I don't know where he I was. I want to hear your percentage. I was like at a, I was almost at a zero at that point. <laughs> I, zero? I was, oh, yeah. I was also, let me say 10%. I, I was mean, just wow. like, the, the guy's the initial house, impression. The, guy's, no, n- the guy's house was, he is a tinkerer. So there were things like projects that he had started everywhere. all everywhere, right? Up on his deck, and you could even, you know, he told us not even to come into his living room. He said it's such a mess. He's he was even using one of the captain's chairs that right, right. came Man. with Bessie as part of his furniture, right? So the the dude has like oh a a bachelor pad like backwoods, you know. It- you're not shop com- basically, right? So you're not coming up to an area where you're like, "Oh my gosh, he must have kept really amazing care of this van." Because right. It wasn't like garage. There was no garage, so yeah. you knew that this Just this had been elements. used and it yeah. had been out. Yes, and and he had like three pickups. Old Bess had been used and had been out. <laughs> and, had been out. <laughs> and and you know he had three pickups in various states of repair slash disrepair around the yard. So you're just like, oh, okay, uh, this thing's going to be a complete dud. But, you know, we're there and he's nice. He's like, oh, check it out. You know, hop in, start sure. her up. So we started up and we're like, whoa, the engine actually sounds really strong. Like, yep. That was very surprising. Started up right away. Um, you go underneath. There is absolutely no rust. Very clean. In Montana, they don't use salt on the roads. They use sand and there's not much humidity. So uh, honestly, like underneath of the van looked new. Very new. Yep. So you're like, all right, there's no rust. The engine starts up. He's like, hey, take her and for a ride. the engine was super clean. Super clean. The inside of the van... Another story. was another story, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so so we was like, all right, take her for a ride. You know, you want to take her out? We're like, sure. So so we take her out. We're driving just John, Napkins, and I. And, you know, the brakes were strong, and I got her up to like 55, 60 on this road. I'm like, okay, she's not shaking at all. Like, we were very surprised with how well she was running. No, she's very comfortable. And, yeah, super comfortable to drive. I was like, this thing, you know, obviously she's not quick like it took a while to get up to 60 65 but right. once you started going it, it was she, she it was steady well. you knew that you could you could do open road right pretty right i mean we're efficiently pretty yeah. efficiently right you're not gonna be driving her through a city much you're like all right on the open road she's great so we pull back in and i'm still like well you know she drives well but come on like we we go in <laughs> there's dog hair all over yeah that was gross um his stuff is all over it um, the the back door, you know, the 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 two doors that open the hat, you know, the back of the van, ha, ha, still has an issue and had an issue with like opening, like you had to like jig, jiggle it around and get the key in there. So like right. well, that kind of stinks. Not not a deal breaker, but here are the good things. It had like two hitches in it, had a full size spare. The tires were almost new. He said he paid two hundred bucks for each tire, and and you could tell the guy was like just a super truthful guy. Yeah, really I mean, nice. I, that's that was my take right. read on him. And and he was a genuine. He, was, he wasn't trying to scam us. Guy. He did not seem to be trying to scam us in any way. And he was telling us specifically what he'd replaced. He felt as if he'd replaced, like at this point, any problems. Like he, he there's nothing left to to replace or or fix. He he was honest about what he had replaced, what he hadn't replaced, what what would need replacing. Mostly the, the one air thing that he completely left out and didn't replace, which we can get to at the end. Sure, we'll get to all that. <laughs> so, but I mean, he was just very honest with stuff. And so we're like, oh, maybe like, and I kept telling, I if, if at any point napkins be like, no way, I I would have also been like, that's fine. Okay. So, so I, at this point, at this your point, level I'm at like of a buying is at what percent? Like maybe fifty. I'm okay. like, okay, th- this 50%. might. Yeah, I'm like close. I skyped you, 
And I was like, hey, Heft, what do you think? If you had been like, no way, don't get it. I don't want that thing here. I, I again, would have just walked away. So if anyone had told me... You, which it is, was in your hands, Heather. Which is super... Yeah, yeah so you're it's to blame. in my hands. You're to blame. A lot of... I, I told you. just said no. A lot of, lot of blame to go around. But the point was that at any, at I any did, point, I would have been like, eh, forget it. But, and I did say, I, Heather's going to hate this. Yes. And so when I called you, Heather... <laughs> And you said, you're like, oh, that looks pretty cool. I was on surprised. The phone. You're like, you should just get it. Well, here's the thing. You FaceTime me. In New Hampshire, I have very bad reception on my phone. I was in a Target, and I got on Target's Wi-Fi so that oh. I could actually FaceTime. You were showing me the van. Here's a, here's a few things that I felt were in your favor. The reception was bad, so the video quality was really low. But also, the exterior of the van was all white. And it's, it's a 1989, so I... My parents had a van like this. I know what they looked like back then, you know, with stripes down the side. This van's a solid white. Well, everybody out there knows my love of, of monochromatic. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, it's white. I like that. You know, right. it's, not it's not like, hideous. It's not brown. It's not like a hideous striped van. Uh, tangent, Heather is right now in the middle of a project in our house painting our bedroom <laughs> walls white and our bedroom floor white. It's it's like being it's a in white world. A sane asylum. We, just oh, need, padded, okay. we need padded walls. It's empty. Good. First of all, it'll look a lot better with stuff in there. So you like white. You digress. Okay. So, you know, the van's white. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then the inside, you cannot see the dog hair. You can't right. tell. You can't see all the stains. All I can see is that it's kind of like a cool, like teal blue color. And right. I'm like, well, that's not horrible either. So I was like, go for it. Because I knew that this had been a dream of Trav's. He's talked about road right. tripping. He's talked about buying a camper van. He's, you know, had people on the podcast with, right. the, with the van life. And he was so jealous. So I'm thinking, you know, he wants to do this. He's out west. I'm not with him. So if it goes badly, like, I, I don't care because right. I'm he's, not there. He's going to, you know, like, okay, maybe he's going to have to fly home and leave this thing on the side of the road. Yeah. No big deal to me. <laughs> yeah. So I think everyone out there is probably wondering how much was the van? Okay. And one one more t thing that you made me think of. To be fair, one of the reasons that I was pushing to be maybe a little over 50% was that the setup of the van was perfect yes, for another us. Thing. Yes, so it was. most of the time people are making these vans and kidding them out and they're awesome, but they have two captain's chairs in front and then they have nothing, you know, the stuff in the back, like a bed and a little kitchen Some, and whatever. Yeah, kitchen or something. Well, we have wit and so we need three seats. So this one had two captain's chairs up front, a third captain's chair in in the, you know, when you open the side door. And then, be, and then a little bench had been built in where the fourth captain's chair would be. It's from his boat. Right, from his boat. And then the and then a queen-size bed in the back on a platform. So I thought, okay, you can't get a better setup for, for exactly what we need. Like, we need a third seat. Most of them don't have third seats. And if they do, they're either really big, which I don't want. I don't want a big RV. I wanted something small. And so, yeah, because even I'm comfortable driving old bags. Right. I, I mean, took it's, her for it's, a little trip, right? And you know, like one hour, and she's not bad to drive, mm. right? So that was the other thing. Was like, all right, this is a perfect situation. So we're there. I'm starting to get when you when you gave me the go ahead. I'm like, all right, I'm probably gonna do this. Napkins was like, <laughs> uh, napkins was like, listen, if you want to do it, it's cool. Like, like I, I'm, I'm down for the adventure. What did you think about all the dog hair and like seeing the inside of it? You guys were both comfortable with, with wanting to sleep in there for a week. Uh, I mean, as soon as we bought it, I ripped all of his, yeah. like, well, we'll get to that. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to it now. Essentially, no, I was not comfortable with the dog hair. <laughs> I was concerned yeah. that, like, I, yeah, that I'd be in bad shape. But you know, my allergies aren't as bad as they used to be, and. 
at first, it didn't look like there was as much dog hair as there kind of ended up being. Right. And well, did you ever take it to a place and vacuum it out? No. No. Could have done that. We could have. Yeah, but we so, were kind of... So here's what know. happened. He had his bed in the back. We told him he could keep his bed, which he was very ecstatic about. He was like, he was like no. what? Really? He was like, Surprised. really? Like, and I'm like, have your sheets. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have your sheets. Have your sheets. And have this... <laughs> four-inch egg crate thing that has probably been in here since Ooh. 1980s. Which probably Ooh. would have been comfortable that than the first egg crate we bought. Shiver. That's so, horrible. So, so we give him that, but we get to keep the hitch, and we get to keep the bench, and we get to keep the tires, obviously, all that kind of stuff. So at that point, we're like, okay. And we, the spare tire was in good shape. Spare tire's in good shape. So we're like, all right. And so this is what was the the kind of the reason that, like, not the deal breaker, the, the deal maker for me. Was I said to him, I'm like, Lauren, you know, I, I I know you're not trying to scam us or anything like this, but we're driving this to Philadelphia. Like we're driving this across the country and I really just want to buy something that I can use for my family. And, and it, it seems like in pretty good shape, but I also don't want to get stuck somewhere. And you know this van better than anyone else. Do you think this will make it across the country? And he just said, honestly, I would drive it across the country today. I think it. I think it'll make it, and it's in great shape. And you just trusted him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had told well, he us. It, obviously, I can't promise anything, but sure. it right. seems to me he's like, I, I would trust it. And yeah. so that kind of was like, you know, we have a. I'm you do usually what you can when you're negotiating like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm very trustworthy, but I think I also have a you're decent trustworthy or you're trusting trusting trusting. I yeah. sorry. And but I do think I have a decent read on people, and he was a very nice guy. And he's like, I just need money. Like I have all these projects, this Aww. and that. And so, so he had some bills. Yeah. And so I was like, this is a guy who's taking care of this, and and you can tell. Yeah. And so if he thinks he's going to make it, like he knows best, let's give it a go. So he wanted twenty eight hundred dollars. I asked him if he took if he would take twenty two hundred, and he was like, I don't know. And then that was an we both, And then we both <laughs> stood there. Would you take twenty two hundred? He said, I don't know. And then we Almost both like just pondering. <laughs> yeah, and we both stood there. I'm like, well, um, you're the one who has to make the decision. Well, and you, you also said, that? well, I was just like, I, I, no, I just stood there because I didn't know what to say. I'm like, well, you don't know, like when well, you, you then you know. explained why you said this might, you know, that we might have problems. It'll give us a little bit of leeway, and also I'm going to need some money to to fix this air conditioning. Right. Yeah, and the I was air like, so that, yeah. So I'm like, that's why, you know, I'm offering. That. He's like, twenty three hundred. And I was like, sure. So <laughs> this starts a very funny series of events. So twenty three, we settled on twenty three hundred Sunday, and um, and it was Sunday. How do you get twenty three hundred dollars right. out of your bank account I, in, in Montana in, on a Sunday in very rural Montana? So the answer to that question is the local bar. Yeah, the local bar. So he goes, <laughs> I'm like, okay, where are the nearest ATMs? He's like, well, there is an ATM in the bar right down the road, which we had passed on our way there called the Ramble Inn, which looked exactly like a rural Montana West bar would look like. It it was prototypical. So he goes, so you guys can go in there. I mean, I'm banned from that place, <laughs> but you guys can go in. Did he mention why he was banned? Well. I joked about it later and said something about, is that, I, I don't remember what I, I joked about it later and, and, blamed something else on his being banned and he said oh no 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 what got me banned was a few girls 
Yeah. <laughs> so so Lauren like Lauren likes to drink, which we'll get to in a second. So he was banned from the Ramble Inn. So Napkins and I go into the Ramble Inn. There's two older ladies there. Like, hey, honey, Sitting how there, you like, doing? Getting the cash register ready for yeah, the, yeah. I'm sure, a very lively evening. Right. So we're just. <laughs> on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So we're like, hey, you know, like, what do you want to drink? We're like, no, we'll just get money out of the ATM. Okay, sweetie. So like we go to the ATM and lining the whole wall of the bar is people's bras. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stapled. And signed. Classy established. Very classy. So, uh, 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 you know, Sharpie signed. I mean, a bar run by two women. I mean, go feminism, I guess, right? I I mean, I doubt it. You're just like, I I doubt that. It's, who knows what happens in Montana? We weren't there long enough to know exactly uh, how people. Uh, respond to those type of things, but we um, got two hundred dollars out, and it cost like you know five dollars because it's one of those oh, Trav. bar ATM to, ATM fees. So yeah. ATM always fee, get you five bucks, and then it won't let me take out another two hundred. It just stopped me. So that's gonna be. So that's. A I little, mean, even if you could take out another two hundred, how many times you're yeah, gonna you're do gonna that have to, to do that twelve times, times to get to twenty three hundred? Yeah. So um, I had called Wells Fargo earlier and it got my limit raised. I told him what I was trying to do, get money out. I'm in Montana, like oh, it shouldn't be a problem, but obviously it was. So I'm like, probably like, that ATM machine didn't even have twenty three hundred dollars yeah, in it. I, I mean, mean, right? That's a that's a lot of two dollar PBRs. Yeah. <laughs> so we then drove he, to the he's like all right follow me i know i know a back road what now why we had to take a back road to the <laughs> i don't know because the main road took you right there but we go to this bank in vaughn it's about well, the back road took us right there right so we go to this this bank in vaughn and lauren's uh leading us and we pull in and as he pulls in he pulls into the parking spot but he keeps going up onto the bank's like little sidewalk to go on the front door and up and probably about what do you say napkin 6 inches from running into the tree that's right in front of the bank which yeah. would then have crashed into the front of the bank oh my god and like hops out of the car like without it even basically off he hopped, <laughs> he hopped out of the car before it, i mean it must have he threw it into park and hopped out at the exact same time and um, and he's like, "Here's the bank." We're like, I said, "Wow, he's really excited to sell this van." <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's like, "Here's the bank." We're like, "Yep, we got that." We're there's a big sign, and it's the only thing on the street. Luckily, he was not banned from the bank, apparently, <laughs> and from the the next bar we went to. So we try to get money out at the bank, and it doesn't work. And right next door is another bar. So we're like, "Well, let's try this." Well, bar. Trav got on the Trav got on the phone to his bank and tried to get them to they told me clear would, him, and they told him that he was clear sheesh. to get some money out. And, and but Montana it still was not. not it was still was not working. I mean, I was trying like four different bank accounts. Nothing was getting small money denominations. Out. Nothing was working. nothing. Mm. So I'm like, all right. So we go to the second bar, which was right next to the bank. Not. Not as feminist as no, and, the rambling. But in this one was pretty cool because it was just literally two old cowboys, probably 85 years old each, in their cowboy hats and their boots and their tucked in flannel you, shirts into their jeans. feel like you just walked into a Western movie I mean, set? Yes, they were playing yes. pool. They were literally playing pool. They're the only mm-hmm. two people in there. There's a jukebox. What time was it? Like 10 in the morning? No, it was like 1 p.m. Oh, at this was point. it now at this point? And, um, Almost happy hour. Right. It probably was happy hour there. And so I go to the ATM and I try to get money out and I can get $200 out and I get $200 out. But then it doesn't let me take any more out. So I'm like, Okay, I have four hundred dollars. I'm nowhere close to getting the right money out. So then we walk out of this bar, and at, something weird happens here because we're walking out, and another l- old cowboy's walking in. And he seems sees Lauren, who's 
probably he gave how, he how gave, old how tall is Lawrence? Six four, yeah. like super skinny, six four dude, like very noticeable. And he he says he gave he gave he said hey and he get like. Like, recognition in his face and then he gave some kind of a weird hand signal yeah like he crossed himself and like not he, not he crossed himself but not in not it, it was definitely not the sign of the cross it was some other kind of hand really signal and lauren just like said hey and then i asked lauren if he knew him and he said sorta i don't know what that hand signal was about though and oh. we're just and we're just like what who is this lauren oh dude like God. yes like he's like this character around town that right. apparently has some sort of reputation. So we go <laughs> oh, back. Did he really story. not know what the hand signal was? <laughs> right. yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So That's go, the first time I've heard that. We go back to the bank and we get the money, or, or I try to get the money out and it's still not working. So I call our buddy John, who at that point had left and gone to his house and was unloading his, his truck and his house is literally next to the bank. So I'm like, dude, can you come over and get money out? My bank's not letting me. He's like, sure. He comes over. He has an issue first getting money out, calls his bank. And at this point, Lauren's like, hey, if you guys don't want to do this deal, man, I'll just drive you back. Like, he was getting a little, not not mad, but I think he was just like, I don't think he thought we were pulling one over on him either. I just think he was, uh, he had been drinking all morning and he wanted to get back to drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Human interaction, possibly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and probably. so we're like, no, man, I'm, listen, we're trying to get money out. Like, it won't let us get money out. You know, this, that. Anyway, John's able to get money out. He gets 2000 bucks out, which I then just PayPal him for. Oh, I did ask Lauren earlier if he had PayPal, and he just looked at me like, what, what are you, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you think he knew what PayPal was? Uh, well, I mean, he, he somehow he got his van Listing up on, on Craigslist. Craigslist. So. Now, he did have one picture in a very short description, and the picture was like not a, very, a pic, good picture. It was yeah, one picture of the exterior of the van. At, Interesting. Yeah. So anyway... I don't think he uses the internet very much, uh, safe to say. So we uh, got money out. We gave Lauren the money. We counted out it in the parking lot of this of this bank. We gave him his money. Super nice guy. We get a picture with him. I tell him, like, thank you. He's, you know, I, I said, do you want me to keep in touch? Let you know that if she gets us to Philadelphia, yes, I do, which I've since texted him. So and love he's texted me back, which led us to, again, we'll tell you at the very end of the show, an issue that we might have with old Bessie. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so this yeah. Is, might be news to Napkins. So anyway, we get on our way. Um, and Warren. Napkins and I go. And our first stop, of course, is the Great Falls Walmart because we have yeah. to gear We have to gear up. Gear so Walmart, up. which we now realize is like, Basically, the best place in the world for people with camper vans in our. Oh yeah, it's so yeah because you can sleep there for free. Like you can park. You can sleep there. It's well lit. It's patrolled. They've got, and of course, it's a great racket for them because they've got everything you could possibly need for road tripping. Walmart. They have Walmart. So we go and we drop out three hundred bucks. We get like a cooler. We get we get food. We get um, sleeping bag. We got an egg crate. If I had been there, how much more would you have spent? Uh, a lot more. Because <laughs> well, A, we would have gotten the four 300 inch. is not that bad for tripping, mm, I use in quotations, true. tripping out the van. True. Right. Well, I mean, we, you I, you would have had. We would have gotten. That's a different story. You wouldn't have, <laughs> If you had seen a more, um, a more clear image of the van's yeah. carpet. You, you also things. probably would have taken the van to the Yeah, I would have taken it to the closest thing. car wash or well, vacuum. Like, I mean, first We wanted to get first. on the road. We wanted to get yeah, on the road. Yeah, but I'm, well, yeah. I mean, dudes are dudes. Oh, so really dudes quickly, Lauren did give us, as Napkins alluded to, the fourth captain's Ooh. chair. So this, this is a bit of an issue because it, it really put a kink in our staying and in the van. And it was, it was... <laughs> 
coated in dog yeah, hair. Yeah, I guess I forgot that you had that he, with you the whole time. He you could have just strapped it to the roof, possibly. Uh, no. No, no, we wouldn't have been able to go under anything. No, and yeah. it would have uh, fall, yeah. probably fallen, fallen off. right off. He gives us the fourth captain's chair, which he had in his house, which he told us he was using as one of his main chairs in his living room. Well, you should just let him keep it. Well, we, no, did, we, we thought about it. I mean, I thought about it. <laughs> and, I, and I thought about it, too, but I'm like, I don't know if we ever need it. Like, where are you going to get a fourth captain's chair for a 1989? Especially in that lovely shade of teal. Right, so mm. we um well we got car seat covers for the seats for yes. the front two seats, that so we did smart. cover them. I was, was a strong smart. advocate. I, I, I advocated for that. Yeah, he, he did. Um, and we got a big trash bag so that we could put that fourth seat and wrap it up because it was just filthy. Yeah. So we just wrapped it not up. Not look at it. Ooh. It was like carrying a body around. Us. So it it, <laughs> it was. It was in a big trash bag for the whole trip, in our way the whole time. So yeah, that would have been quite a nuisance. It was it a was nuisance. A pain. So we get on the road. We 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 gear up in Great Falls. We drive down to Bozeman about two and a half hours. We're like okay, she she feels great. We're stopping, checking the oil this whole time. Uh, we got all type. We got oil. We got coolant. We got all the stuff that we might yeah. need mm-hmm. in a gas can, a gas can. Yeah, stuff like that with old Bess. And we get down to Bozeman um, about two and a half hours on the road, and we're both like, okay, that. Happy with your choice, with your like, big decision? I was still nervous well. at this point because, yeah. you know, anything could happen. Sure. We, we, if, if I mean, we're anything could happen anyways, no matter what. Absolutely. Sure. I just, but more the, so in this case. Once you, but the longer you, the longer time you put behind the wheel of a vehicle and it operates well, like, the just, more comfortable The yeah. more comfortable you realize. This thing seems like it's it's not losing oil, and that was the other thing. Is like I was like I was nervous about like I kept checking the oil. I wanted to keep checking the oil because I was nervous it was going to be leaking or burning oil, which sure. would have been a real a yeah. real pain because you yeah. you just don't want to seize up on the side of the road, right? And so we so we get to Bozeman, we go to a brewery, of course, first stop, and we're both like, okay, uh, we we made it. Um, there was a Walmart in Bozeman, and so that's where we we're going to sleep the first night because okay. we're like, we don't want to bother with like finding a campsite or doing sure. any of that. There's Walmart here. We're going to have to get some more supplies because, you know, even with like two, three hours on the road, we're like, all right, there's a few other things we, we need. We need this, we need that. So we we have fun in Bozeman for the evening. And what was we the go to that brewery? Uh, Bridger Brewing. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and we're like, and you know, this is the end of day one. I mean, this all happened on Sunday. You was Sunday <laughs> yeah. morning, yes. you woke up and you're like, we're going to rent a car and we're going to drive to right. where were you driving? We we're going to drive to Bozeman, but it would be have been in a rental car. Not yeah. Our own but no, van. where were you going to end up flying out? Bozeman. Bozeman. We were going to oh. go. We were going to drive to Bozeman, sleep. And then spend the Go rest of the time Yellowstone. driving around and Yellowstone. Come back to Bozeman. Yeah. Bozeman okay. is kind of like Sunday morning, the northern you're wake gateway. Up, rent yep. the car. Right. Road trip. And instead, $2,300 later, we had a uh, we had a van. And we were both, I think, pretty jazzed up. We were happy it yeah, made it. Yeah, I was it. excited. We, we went to that brewery, and then we pulled into the... And I'm like, oh, it's people... At this point, I, I was pretty sure, hey, listen, I'm going to be able to bum around Yellowstone for a while. Like if that if it dies in the middle of Yellowstone, yeah, that's sure. gonna suck. But yeah. at least like we got down here and, and you right. could sleep in it. <laughs> we made it to Yellowstone, right. right? And we we could fly out of Bozeman. Now at that point though, I had I did cancel our tickets because we had twenty four hours. So it had only been less than twenty four hours since I'd booked those plane tickets. So we did cancel them. So we but we could have flown out of Bozeman. You know, we were like, all right, we're in Bozeman. We're pretty excited. We knew we were gonna get around Yellowstone. And I was like, do people actually camp in Walmart? It's like for real, is this safe? We pull up to the Bozeman Walmart. There are at least 40 other camper van 40? and RVs. Really? 40? 
Well, because that whole back of the parking yeah, lot, there was true. like seven rows worth oh of. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would have estimated lower, but that may be the case. That may be the there case. Were, I was thinking like 10. No. So, I there mean, were, that's wild. There were a lot. The, at at the wild, least, wild west. At least 30. And I mean, we, we we thought about it. I mean, since it's the gateway to Yellowstone, you figure there's a lot of people who sure. are ba- base base camping there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so probably one of the more popular places, obviously. So we uh, we did that first night. We spent an old best um, in a Walmart parking lot in Bozeman. Everything was fine. Well, we did realize quite quickly she that was it hot. was hot yeah. in there. Yeah, but even if you had air conditioning, you wouldn't have it while you're sleeping. Well, right. I know, right. but I'm so. Nevertheless, we yeah, had the problem of realizing that we had yeah. quite a few di- nights in front ahead of us, right. and it was rather s- nasty. And we, the, luckily, I mean, Bess. One of the things that I liked about Bess was she has those. She has the those side windows, side windows that, with yep. with screens. Yeah. So you can have them open. Bugs don't come in. Right. And we did learn also that first night that out west, even though it's hot. Eventually, in the evening, it, it does dips. Cool down, yeah. right? And like around two a.m. The humidity a.m. is really I, whatever humidity is there seems to really just be like ground level, especially mm-hmm. when you're over Macadam. So it just kind of dissipated, yeah. And you would just get a really nice. It was really nice, comfortable weather yeah. once that. Yeah, it went so the, from. The- you should have just stayed up until 2 a.m. every night right. partying. Right. At, then, in the Walmart parking lot. Yeah. That, yep. uh-huh. that would have been <laughs> an experience, I'm sure. Um, so we do Yellowstone the next day, Monday, and Old Bess fires up. She's great. We get around Yellowstone. Pretty fun. I mean, obviously, a really fun time in Yellowstone. We don't have to get too much into Yellowstone, but we took her all around, um, and she does well. And so I think at this point, Napkins was feeling, I think you told me, we were feeling pretty comfortable. Like, once we I, went all around the Yellowstone. The whole day that, that we day. were in Yellowstone, all I was focused on, like, once in a while, I'd be like, oh, we're driving a van we just bought yesterday. But for the yeah, most I mean, part... that felt pretty surreal, I can imagine. It did. But for the most part, like, I was warming up to her, and she was getting us where we needed to go. I was really psyched to be in Yellowstone, seeing all of these, like, incredible sights. It was great. I I think Trav was a little bit more nervous that day than I was. I definitely was. I, he, I it hit him the day before. He's like, I'm I'm loving this Bessie, and I'm like, I don't love her yet. I yeah. said she, she's going to have to grow on me. And he's like, Well, I'm, you know, he was ready. Then the next day, I was pretty much like, you know what, yeah. Bess has proven herself yeah. to me. And Trav's like, oh, I'm having, you know, I think Trav was having second I, thoughts. Yeah. Kind I of. was getting nervous because we weren't heading. East at all, and yeah, I know it's not yeah. like there's a time frame. Like, oh my gosh, you got six days before best blows up. <laughs> like, you know, you turn into a pumpkin. But I was like, all right, we haven't. Now we've had her for a day and a half. We haven't headed east at all. We, we're not any closer to right. home. Yeah, and so I, guess, I was feeling yeah. a little bit of anxiety there because I'm like, we've got a long way to go, and I don't want to push. I don't want to push my luck now. Right. You know, I remember FaceTiming with you and you saying, you know, we just we haven't covered covered much ground on the way home yet. Right. And I wanted to do Yellowstone, but that's how I was feeling. Just like, all right, once we get started east, I'll feel better. I'll ha- and and we get like a big day. Like Yellowstone, we drove a lot, but you know, you weren't going massive distances. We were stopping and seeing stuff. Pretty far. So mm-hmm. once we get a huge There's a lot of day, distance between those sites. Yeah. In in. Inner, I'll feel better. So, what happened the next day? So that night, we we camped outside of Yellowstone. We got out of Yellowstone, and we camped in a campsite that we pulled off the side of the road. And this is like perfect. This is why we wanted the camper van. You just pull off from one of these little national forest areas, and we pulled into a spot that was vacant. And about an hour, we went to sleep. It was about eleven p.m. And an hour later, we got woken up by headlights into our van. 
and someone walking up to me. I him, hadn't like, I hadn't gotten to sleep yet. Okay. Really. I had, I was asleep. You were dead out. And, and I was I was I was it was kind of hot and I was just laying there. I was laying there. Yeah. And then uh, and I a couple people had driven by because people come through these campsites looking to see if there's any any open spots like pretty pretty late into the night. But it was it was late. It was like It was midnight. Was it midnight? Yeah. And and they got back to their campsite and apparently it had been reserved. And right. we, we didn't see we didn't really know how things worked so out how there. How was it reserved? There are these little posts outside of if it's an organized campsite with like a um a, a, what do they call them? Camp sponsors camp or guide or camp camp, camp guides host, camp, camp hosts. hosts. So if, if it's an organized campsite with a camp host, usually has like a fee and um you can reserve for a set amount of days and okay. they give you a little slip of paper and there's a post with a number on most of the campsites. Uh, each one, it's each one has a different, you know, style. But then you stick your your ticket there. So can you can you reserve them in advance, or this I, is when yeah. you pull we, up, I, you we, we, maybe I don't, reserve them. I think you're if there's there an open site, you 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 purchase it, and then you tell them how long you're gonna you are gonna be there up to a set, set amount of days. Right. And, I'm just curious. And some of for you, like, so are we. And actually, if anybody trip. does have any more information, because we and the other thing I want to know is is if anybody has like van life through Yellowstone and slept on one of the pull offs. There's tons of pull offs in Yellowstone. Like a lot in the of actual them, park. Yeah, in the park. A lot of them are really picturesque. There are a lot of places that would have been awesome to wake up. They tell you not. Like you have to uh, camp in a campsite in okay. Yellowstone. But we saw a bunch of people just pulled off at like eleven have PM. done it. Yeah. That I'm might sh- wanna Yeah. I'm sure people us. have because they tell you not to camp in right. non-designated camp, not in designated camping areas. But there's so many pull-offs and it's so big. I think people just pull over and do it because it when we were there, all the campsites were full. So what are you going to do? They're yeah. going to wake you up in the middle of the night and say like, "You can't camp here." Well, what you got to drive out of the park? You might be two hours from an entrance, right. you know. Huh. So, um, we anyway. This was just a national forest place. We hadn't seen it was reserved. I think most you can reserve ahead of time. I think different ones are different ways. But Sorry, we had to get up and move. So we Bessie. got up and we moved her, and there was no spots that were we empty. We drove around one loop. And yeah, there were no spots that were empty. There was one that was empty, but it was reserved. So anyway, we just pulled off to where the water was, and it was like a little pull off anyway. Pull off it wasn't for a site. Like camp water. Yeah. And so we just parked there, and we're like, all right, we're going to park here. And then I and set my I set my alarm for sunup, basically. And we just didn't want the camp host to We didn't want crap. the camp host to come and, get, and like wake us sure. up. Sure. So we pulled out. So we pulled out and we went down the road and down the road there was another little pull off and we just stayed there for a couple more hours and then about and then about nine AM we, we got up and got on the road. And that that day was our first real day, like long haul. And so we took her through all the way through the rest of um we dipped down into Wyoming. It was basically we took her all through Wyoming. So we went all the way through Wyoming mm-hmm. um, that day, and it was an amazing day. And this was the day where I really thought... You fell in love with Beth. Yeah, like this is... A, we're probably going to make it, and B, this is awesome, because we're driving through... <laughs> this is awesome. We, we go to Buffalo Bill Cody Dam, which was just outside of Yellowstone, which was pretty cool. That was a cool. pleasant surprise, a beautiful spot. Yeah, we knew nothing about it, and we're like, this is really cool. We spent an hour or two there. Then we pulled off in Cody, Wyoming. We had our first real, like, van life meal where we pull into the, uh, you know, it's like an old west town. It's a little, like, disney but it's still really cool. And we pull off, and we make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we sit in the back of the van. We're just looking up at the mountains. People walking by. Yeah. Down the city, you know, just families and and just people walking by, going to the different shops and stuff. 
we ice get ice cream, cream and have peanut butter and jelly. We're like, all right, this is it. We send postcards to you guys. <laughs> peanut, we've made it. We're eating peanut we're butter eating and peanut jelly. butter and jelly we've, in the back of the van. We've made it. We're we safe. send postcards from the Cody Post Office, and you're just in Wyoming. You're like, this is this is cool. This is a cool spot. This is a cool state. This is way so different. At this than point, you're happy with your decision you feel kind of validated and well it was like a home once you once you get into a town and you're just comfortable sitting on that um sitting on your your bed bed. your bed (laughs) and like just eating and it's a cool home base all of a sudden you're in the middle of town and you're really comfortable and you've got what you need and and it's just a great way to to experience a a small town like that yeah and so and you know and then you pack up when you're done and you just then you're on the road right away like you don't have to worry about anything Mm -hmm. so next town we go and we drive all the way through wyoming and we stop in this uh best has a cassette player (laughs) um so we stop at this tiny little store it was called garage sale Right. Well, or I mean, that was a sign that was outside. It was a like movie, the permanent sign. Yeah, movie rental store. We mm-hmm. get cassettes. We get what do we get? Napkins, Spice Girls. We got Spice Girls. I my my holy grail was anything Counting Crows from the nineties. I want. I never did find it. But oh, that's we, too bad. We I guess I mean I don't know, but th- there's not that many cassettes out there. I don't know. We 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 just didn't find. Yeah. We get we get five or so cassettes. Spice Girls, they don't Cheryl work. Crow. Long story, they don't work in all best. Not right, oh, no. Not right away. Her cassette player doesn't work. No, not right away. It didn't. But it we're driving through this amazing area of Wyoming. We we come upon a brewery called Ten Ten Sleep Brewing. I mean, Ten Sleep was the name. Ten of Ten Sleep's the name of the town. Town, right and it was called Ten Sleep Brewing. So it's this like, brewery, really beautiful, like um, butte, butte, and that looked like a. Um, Kind of looked like if anyone's ever been to Sedona, it was that color and that kind of uh, shape, like rocky. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And there's Alpha. a brewery there, and we pull off, That's and we cool. get some beer, and we hang out, we talk to some people, and we're like, "This is it!" Like, yeah. this I think is. You put up some of those pictures on Instagram. Yeah. that day yeah. I did. That was and, a fun yeah. day, and and there were like pronghorn sheep around, and I've never seen them in the wild. So we, some people were laughing at us because I guess they overrun <laughs> Wyoming. It's like someone being excited to see like a deer in PA, yeah. a white like, a white tailed okay. deer, yeah. Um, so we have an awesome time, and we end up that night, though, stuck. We're trying to get to South Dakota. We do, eventually, and I'll, I'll cut this story a little short, cause, but basically we get caught in a 70-mile-per-hour-plus windstorm. Wow. Hail, torrential rain. We're on this highway. We pull off. Everyone else pulls off. It literally feels like it's going to blow the van over. I mean, it, I've never I been in I was nervous like that, that the van gosh. might blow over. I mean... It was probably it, it. I don't. I wish I. I wish I knew what the wind speed was. Were there tornadoes or anything like there that? There were no I tornado mean, were warnings, vi- like on the internet. They didn't. Yeah. There were no. But we did see a, a pretty sure a storm chaser, yeah. a storm tracker, go by us at high wow. speed. Huh. Uh, and I mean, they they're there. I guess you know when when you get a system moving through. I guess in in that area you can get tornadoes. I don't wow. know, but. I mean, it was, it was, I, it was a little, I was afraid. kind of scared? I was like, I was a little nervous that she would blow over. Right. Because (laughs) she's a broad side, I mean, she has a broad side. She's a broad gal. She's a broad gal. gal. The wind was, was blowing directly on our left side. Yeah. On the driver's side. And it was shaking. The van was shaking. Yeah. And. There's nowhere to take cover because you don't know when the next overpass is because you're in the middle of Wyoming. So. You know, there there did end up being when we got back on the road an overpass maybe 
10 miles ahead, but it's I mean, like, driving yeah. 10 miles. No, yeah. Right. Some miles like, was, in that had, type of. We're up underneath it, yeah. like taking shelter. Yeah. So it was crazy. We ended up making it to Spearfish, South Dakota, which is, you know, right on the edge, western edge okay. of South Dakota. But it um it took us way longer, and it was just a crazy storm, probably the craziest weather we had ever been. Mm-hmm. Next day, so we sleep in Spearfish, South Dakota, in another Walmart. So we're yeah. back at the Walmart, babe, and we have you know just it's we looked it's, for a campsite, but there really wasn't. But any. hey, why bother when you can just sleep at Walmart? Yeah, so we're in the Walmart, yep. and that day, that next morning, we kind of go back in. We spend more money at Walmart, which is why they probably let people camp there. So we get a thicker mattress pad, a four inch one instead of an inch and a half one. Yeah, we get some more supplies. We do all that, and uh, the next day we do Rushmore and Deadwood and all that Crazy stuff in horse. South Dakota. So when you started the trip, after you bought Bess, how much planning did you do in order to figure out, okay, we have to drive from Montana to Philadelphia? Well, Trav had already planned out routes in the, poten- uh, in the poten- in- potentiality yeah. that we would do this. So he had, he had some... That was part of those ten plus hours okay. of planning. Yes, gotcha. he had possibilities mm-hmm. of where you know would we go further south? Would we go north? Yeah, yeah because there's kind of like two routes essentially. Pr- basically, three. I think it's I think it's ninety, eighty, and seventy. I could be wrong okay. about that third one, but it's it's like you're either going through South Dakota, Wyoming, South Dakota, Minneapolis, and and then down towards the sh- Chicago and Wisconsin, and down to Chicago. You're going across further. Nebraska over to Chicago, or you're going even further south. So. We decided to take the northern route only because we, we want to do Rush and we want to see South Dakota. That was cool. We did that. And it, it was funny because all our days didn't really start like our driving <laughs> until like one. I mean, we didn't leave Rushmore or Crazy Horse until like 3 p.m. Yeah. Like, we haven't even gone. Like Now we're further away because we wanted to get all the way across South Dakota. We're further away because we've gone south. But we haven't gone east at all. But uh, we bombed across South Dakota, stopped at some of the goofy places like Wall Drug and Owl's Oasis, yes, yes. and uh, got all the way across South Dakota and hit the Badlands right about an hour before sunset, drove through the Badlands National Park. Which is awesome. Which I think, Napton, you agree? One of the highlights. Vastly really? underrated, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like people say, like, oh, you've seen the Grand... Like, if you, if you have a choice, go to the Grand Canyon. But I don't think... The Grand Canyon is awe-inspiring in a way that the Badlands isn't uh, in terms of like scale and size, like just sheer singularity of the site. But the Badlands, you're in them. You're driving through them. It feels like you're on Mars. Right. Because like the Grand Canyon, you can drive up and you can see and you can hike. But unless you're like hiking down miles, you're not really rafting like your your parents just recently did. Right. Right. They rafted it. So let's kind of, you know, sum up the trip. And I mean, you... You go to the Badlands, then you're kind of... We slept of, there. You slept there. You're, where are you going from there? We, we go. We bombed through Minnesota and down into Iowa because we want to hit these breweries, Toppling Goliath and Pulpit Rock, and we spent... We, we lucked out here. This was not exactly planned. I knew that brewery, Toppling Goliath, was there, but I didn't know how cool the town would be. Yeah. And we, and we also want to see a little bit of Iowa. So we went across Minnesota, not much to see. Because we are in southern Minnesota, we didn't get to do the cool northern part with the lakes and all. And then we... we dip down into Iowa, and we head uh, to Decorah, Iowa, to go to this brewery. And we go to the brewery, and that's really fun. And then we go into the town, and it's just a it's a perfect Midwest town. Mm-hmm. It it re, it was like a slice of Mayberry. It was beautiful. Yep. People were nice. There was an amazing coffee shop. There was two great breweries. We you go had into- your 
the first coffee coffee you've ever liked there. That's that's correct. And now and it that did, in it and of cold itself, brew. And, and it had ice cream in it. So oh. I mean, you know, so you had like well, no, awesome you had a shot of the cold. Brew I had a shot at of the, the cold brewery brew. the night before, and you said I actually like this, right? And I liked it. But then the next morning, we went to the coffee shop, and I had one with ice cream in it, and it was. Yeah, I finished it. Mm-hmm. So that's something. <laughs> and we just had a really good time. And we slept in at like a municipal baseball field park there because oh, I guess okay. in Iowa you can sleep. If, as we long asked as some locals right. who were yeah. on their bachelor night with, <laughs> right? I, I guess I mean they were with. He, he was getting married the next day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the he, next day. he told us where to. Yeah, and he told us where to where would be a good place where we wouldn't get bothered and. Yeah, and we we camped there, and it was... But it was hot. It was crazy. So this was the hottest night of the trip. All right. And it never broke. Like, the heat never broke. So we woke up the next morning and I had my face, like, in the screen window, like, just trying to... Like Like a fish coming up for air. So we were just... Like, we felt gross the next morning. And we were... This is is another question. So, like, you left on Sunday. What day is it now? That would have been Wednesday. Wednesday. And you have not showered, obviously. No, that's not true. We we purchased showers at the exit to Yellowstone. Oh, okay. And they have... there's You can purchase showers. There's there's actually a number of places where you can purchase showers out west. You could have showered in the 10 sleep. Oh, then, we didn't, but they had showers there what? for people. They had showers through. for, pe- for it people. It was like three bucks. That's or if you wanted so to cool. camp, it was it's five It's really bucks. cool. Yeah. And okay. there's camping there, too, under the butte wow. at the Tensley Bureau. I thought it was That's a really neat. good idea. Yeah. I, yeah, I, was a really, really cool. I think it's a okay. really cool uh, idea. Yeah, because my image of you guys, because, I mean, when we were chatting on the phone, I wasn't asking, you know, how what did you shower? Are you clean? Are you being <laughs> hygienic? My, my thought was that you guys just were really... Grungy. Grungy and not showering the entire time. We showered again. We we showered again in the Badlands. In the Badlands. So okay. that the night that we stayed in the Badlands, they had a shower there because there's a campsite, and we showered there. So we showered probably once every two days. It ended oh, that's up being not bad then. So, but when we woke up in Decorah, we th- that morning we were super like we just felt gross because it had been really hot. So we spent the morning in the town, and we were like, "Oh no, this is going to be awful. This is going to be awful in the east because mm-hmm. the further east you get, the more humid yeah, it gets." Sure, and. We were worried. Like at that point, we're both kind of like, "What are we gonna do? Let's get home." Yeah, it's gonna be awful. We woke up that morning. We had drank a decent amount of brews the night before. Um, Oh, so you had been drinking? It's super hot. Yeah, just like sweating beer. So actually, when we woke up that morning, that's so. I looked at napkins. I'm like, so I've been thinking. (laughs) So I've been thinking. He's like, yeah, you want to just kind of like bomb home because we were gonna maybe get home Sunday or Monday instead. We were gonna spend more time in Madison. Wisconsin. Probably Wisconsin. Yeah. And we were just like, do you just want to bomb home, man? Like, let's try to get home. Like, we're not going to do it all in one day. but let... And he was like, yeah, I feel that way, too. So we're like, okay. So that was kind of cool and liberating because now we're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to see some stuff, but we're actually going to set a mission to go home. We're, we might be a little under halfway home. So now if we say, hey, we're going we're gonna to get home, we could do it pretty quickly. Yeah, so, because you weren't really clocking many miles each day. No. Right. Not, Which not, is fine because you want to see We wanted things. to see stuff. Yeah. And, but, but once you're uncomfortable, yeah. then you're like, oh, if we have any trouble with the van yeah. and we're kind of miserable, right. it's yeah. even The high worse. is no longer there. Yes. You're, now so you're that'll sustain us through difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we were also heading east to places we had somewhat been, like when you get to Ohio and Pennsylvania and all. And we knew it would be hard to camp, harder to camp because there aren't as many options. It was yep. going to get hotter. More so, restrictions. 
And everything we wanted to stop and see wasn't really far away from each other. So our original plan was like, all right, we'll go to Madison and Milwaukee. We'll spend a night there. But then we're like, do we even feel like being in the city? Really? Not really. Like the West was cool. It was cool to be out and be rural. So we made the decision. We leave Iowa. We drive. We go to Madison, Wisconsin just to pop in because I had always wanted to see it. It was pretty cool. We got actually like a salad because we had just been eating burgers. That place was awesome. Yeah. This place called Forage Kitchen. And so we, so we were just in um, Madison, and we cool. only saw it for like an hour, hour and a half. We leave that. Then we get stuck in hellacious Illinois, which has the dumbest toll system. They call it open road tolls. It's essentially, instead of like they do in many other places where you have a ticket when you get on their freeway, right. and then you only pay when you get off an exit, they have their tolls in the middle of... The highway. The, bi- the highway. Yeah, the bypass. Every five to seven miles or so, oh, you pay a dollar fifty, and it just slows. It's so a four stupid. lane highway, and everyone gets like in there's everyone gets after the toll. Everyone kind of gravitates to a yeah. new lane. Yeah. But then right after that, you have to get back into the easy pass lane right. and the ticket in the, ticket and the change yeah. lane and yeah. And there was also on the when we got on the ramp, right outside of Chicago. It was change only. <laughs> right. And I actually like, I have to what? pay that. I need to go on Illinois yeah. tollways after this and pay we it. We didn't have it. It, it oh was like my gosh. you could either have easy pass or yeah. change. So It was ridiculous. This, I was shocked. We were pissed because this took us about three hours to get around Chicago. And every time you actually could get the drive, there wasn't that much traffic. It was this stupid open road tollways mm-hmm. that was slowing everything down. Because as it soon bottle, as... It's forced bottlenecks. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, you would recommend other people to maybe... Av- get is away. Is there any way to avoid it, I that? Would, if, if you're you going to Chicago, fly in, right? And I, there are ways to get around it, but you're on all these other small roads, which probably would take longer, but would maybe be more scenic. Be driving. Yeah, and I don't know what they are, but yeah. we, we, I mean, we didn't know, right? But yes, I would avoid the open roll toll system. And everyone talks about it online. It's stupid. The whole idea is like, oh, you're never supposed to bottleneck at all when you get off the exit then, but instead it bottlenecks on the highway, which is Multiple just times. an idiot Bizarre. idea. So that's so, the idea is that they think it won't bottle. As soon as you okay. hit Indiana, all of a sudden, there's... No traffic. You're just flying on the highway. Same cars that we've been with the whole time, yeah. but there's no toll. So we get because into Indiana. We're super excited. We actually have to double back a little bit, but it was worth it because we went to Indiana's um, state Indiana park, Dunes. Indiana Dunes State Park. Okay. And this is because we were feeling so gross. Like maybe they have showers here or, or it's right on Lake Michigan. The lake. So we go, we dip in Lake Michigan. It was a it great was, place. I highly recommend that place. It's my a- dad, actually, when I told him we drove, he was like, did you stop at Indiana Dune State Park? I'm I've like, never even yeah. heard of it. I know. Did, we, we just travel. You know, once in a while, we'd get bored or we'd be like, is there anything around here? Sure. And we and we knew we were getting close to the Great Lakes. So we looked and um, there it was. I, and, I, and I had recollection, having been in Cleveland, that there were beaches around there and there's beaches in Chicago. And... Um, so we looked, and there it was, and it got really high high ratings on uh, most of the sites. And it was just, it was on Lake Michigan, really so we walked pretty. out. The sand was... Beautiful sand. Super soft. The water was perfect. We wow, basically... that sounds amazing. ...showered there. You know, yeah. the lapping up on the... on, And then I there were outdoor showers. You could purchase jelly. showers, Another too. peanut butter. You're making me want a peanut butter and I, jelly. I had another... <laughs> yeah. There were showers there, too. We didn't actually shower because we didn't need to. We, we, we rinsed off in the uh, outdoor showers after taking a dip in the, in the very warm... Very, I mean, it was like being on a bay. That's wow. what it felt like. It was like being on it because it was still, you know, tidal activity, right. but it was, um, it, it was, and it was sunset. So we got some really pretty, uh, 
uh, views. Yeah, for sure, one of the highlights and super unexpected too. Yeah. So, so and then I then want, we so then to finish it yeah, up. Yeah, sure. Finish sorry, wrap up the I, trip and then we can talk about like what was your favorite yeah, part. Yeah. So I'll we kind oh, okay. of been saying that about a lot of well, things. Well, I think we'll it'll be hard to narrow it down. <laughs> Try will be. So we we then bombed from Indiana Dune State Park. We we're there for sunset. And we're like, all right, let's put Indiana in the rear view. Uh, I think we can get to Toledo, Ohio, mm. which is right on the western side of Ohio. So we bombed across Indiana, got to Toledo, Ohio. And this is Friday, Thursday. This would be Thursday, the, the day before we got home. Friday. So, so we got home on got home Saturday. Saturday. So okay, was, so it was this Friday. This would be Friday. So Friday night, um, we had a beautiful Friday night in a Walmart parking lot <laughs> in Toledo, Ohio, um, because the next morning, what we wanted to do was wake up and we just swam in Lake Michigan, right? And we wanted to swim in Lake Erie. So we did. The next morning another park, we, we another woke not up. Really nice park. We went to Maumee uh, Bay State Park right outside of Toledo. We swam in the morning, so that was cool. We woke up. That's like, cool. I didn't realize you were at Michigan and then Erie, like yeah. in two consecutive It was days. awesome. That's neat. And, and we got to like dip in, you know, like refreshing water like in the morning. So we dipped in there, we got in, and we knew, all right, we're this is going to be a long day. We're bombing all the way across Ohio and Pennsylvania to get home. This would have been Saturday. So we, we drive across Ohio, but what was neat is we took a road, instead of being on 90, because we had gone up to the lake, we got to take this somewhat of a back road highway um, through Ohio, and we stopped in Sandusky, which is where Cedar Point Amusement Park is, mm-hmm. which is why people might know that. We didn't get to go to the amusement park, but there was an we incredible... We had to maybe get a night pass, but we didn't make it. We didn't make it. And there was an incredible restaurant there, which was a hidden gem um, that we got to go to. Yeah, and you guys went to it, said it was so good that you would go back to Sandusky just yeah, I would be. I would talk to peop- this diner. I would find roller coaster stuff. aficionados and talk them into going with me to Cedar Point so that <laughs> I could go to... Is it called Mel's or Al's? No, it, it's the fa- it's something family kitchen. No, it's called the farm kitchen, but it, it was somebody's name. Yeah, Mel's it, farm kitchen. No, no, no. It started with a B. We'll have to find it. <laughs> um, it's really good. And and um, well, so what had happened was, and just to wrap it up, Heth, um, we we were going, and I was we were hungry, and we're like, there's got to be like a good little. Well, like, there's a lot of Amish communities Amish there. Mennonite restaurant that we could stop into. And um and so we did and it was really really awesome, and uh, the food took an hour and a half to come out for breakfast, but it was well worth it. Like it was it was insane. There, rarely would you say yeah it was that worth it, it was that worth that an hour and a half wait. wait. Wow, right. um, I'm intrigued. It, yes, I'd be willing to go. Oh, it's yeah. good. And so we did that, and we'll link it in the show notes because I do I do not know what it's called now. Um, and I I can't find it at this point, but we'll link it up in the show notes, and then we uh we then took that it was like 1 p.m and we're like it's time to bomb across the rest of it so we bombed across ohio didn't stop we bombed across pa stopped in pittsburgh to get ice cream highly disappointed as i am every time i'm do anything in sorry, pittsburgh Pittsburgh. No, sorry sorry you just i just i'm always disappointed in pittsburgh yep. so but the good thing about pittsburgh is that it's only five hours from philadelphia yeah. and then we <laughs> and then so. we got home to pa about 8 p.m sunday saturday night, saturday night. so it had been a, it had been Almost, almost a full week since we left Great Falls. Yeah. We left on Sunday midday. So, so what was the single most best part of the trip? <laughs> was it like just buying the van, making that huge decision? Was it seeing one of those beautiful national sites that you had never seen before? So, you guys, you need to tell me uh, each. We have to give thought. you one. Yes, that's the point of choosing a superlative. The Best. The mm-hmm. best experience. It's always a lie. 
It's always a lie. Just Trav to, is always like, well, this was the best, but then this well, was it's also always this a lie. Was. It's always a lie just to get people to, you know, hyped. But I guess that's the way hype works. So, <laughs> wow, napkins really down on the hype. I, okay, do you have one napkins? Is your a, a superlative? That's no. your favorite thing. All right. No, so, I can't. I'm, in, I'm incapable of doing that. All right. Unfortunately. I, I'll give you, I, I will give you mine then. Um, I think. Okay, I'm not going to include actually buying the van because that was a lifelong dream. And the road a trip. Lifelong is, dream. Well, buying the van <laughs> yes, and the no, road trip right. itself. You don't have to include that. Maybe just your favorite, your favorite, favorite thing. Maybe even your favorite day. Maybe if you had bought the van and the van had broken down and we didn't have any other subsequent experiences, buying the van would not yeah. be a yeah. highlight. Okay, I'm sorry to put so much pressure on Dave. Maybe you could just think of your favorite day of, of the six days. You have, surely have a favorite I'll day. I'll figure something out. I, something I have out. two, but I'll. I, I, <laughs> Uh, in order to follow your rules, since you're the host, I'll give you one. It was the day driving through Wyoming because I think that was the first day we started heading east. It was the first big miles this we put on. This was after Yellowstone. Right after Yellowstone. We got out of Yellowstone that, like, right on the edge of Yellowstone. So we woke up that morning right on the edge of Yellowstone. And we drove all the way through Wyoming. And we stopped and got those cassettes. And we to- stopped at Ten Sleep Brewing. Mm-hmm. And you're driving through awesome landscape. And we were in Cody, Wyoming before that. Like, it was just... It was exactly what I love about travel, that I don't, I have no idea what I'm going to see. I don't know what to expect. Put And on top of that, I don't know what to expect out of actually being in the van. And and at the end of that day, I knew she was going to make it home because um, we had just put a lot of miles on and gone through a crazy hailstorm, windstorm, and everything yeah. was good. So to me, that was my favorite, probably my most distinct memory is, is going through Wyoming and just seeing stuff I had never seen before hang out at that brewery talking to that lady and buying cassette tapes napkins <laughs> banging on the dashboard for hours trying, trying to get to the get speakers to work, to work. and then they it did. they would and then they one would work and oh, the other would tease. work and then oh best yeah. is such a tease she yeah, is she a is. tease so um that was my that was my favorite day for cool. sure we had clapped and unplugged right was what finally made her work yeah that was a, yeah that was great oh, yeah little so, eric clapton little captain nice. clapton yeah it's called bates farm kitchen Yes. Is the Bates name of the place Farm we went kitchen. in Sandusky. I just right. looked it up. Multitasking here. Yeah. On it's a great place. Bates Farm If you kitchen. have about five hours for breakfast, stop in. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you don't, make the Well, time. it was a Saturday morning, too, when you It was. There, and so. we, I mean, there were, nobody was in there. No, nobody that was in there was annoyed. Yeah. That I noticed. Yeah. Everybody was just chilling. I did meet one local lady who said she goes in there fairly often, and there's no better food in the area. Mm. And I was like yeah. i'm pro- i don't disagree right it was fantastic so if you go to sandusky bates farm okay. farm kitchen mm-hmm. and so napkins your favorite day do you um, have a favorite I, day i i could you know i can i can play the game so i my favorite day would probably be the day in yellowstone because i was not stressed anymore right. the first day i was stressed once i sh- once i saw her in action once I saw her get hot <laughs> and not overheat, right. once I saw that she wasn't didn't look like she was burning oil, that it looked like probably the dipstick was right. was was in good shape. Bessie was, has the longest dipstick of any single <laughs> thing. I've ever I'm pretty seen. sure vans have long dipsticks. So I many didn't highlights know. for old Bess. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, she. I mean, it's like huge. <laughs> Let's be real. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like no, it, no it joke. Keep, and I know like, people are probably thinking like, "Oh, this sounds dirty." But it's like she's the first time a sword. we were pulling at dipstick. I'm like, "How long does it go?" I kept pulling, pulling. I'm like, "Where is the end of this dipstick?" It seemed like a joke. <laughs> and then you, and then you, and and I'm sure people who own vans are like, "Yeah, that's the way it is." But I mean, and then when you put it back in, you have to feed it back in, like. <laughs> 
like it's not. It's, it's like a clown a pulling that stuff out of his mouth. It's like the ribbon's like, when sword. is this ending? So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was funny. Bessie's dipstick. Betsy's dip. Bessie's dipstick. So napkin's favorite thing. My, <laughs> no. So my favorite thing was was that day when I was getting to see Yellowstone because I've always wanted to see Yellowstone and and I was telling my dad yesterday that like I like traveling with Trav because um, you know Trav's interested in you know natural beauty but he's also more drawn to the cities to socializing and um i want that too but i if i probably would have spent if it was just me i probably would have spent three days in yellowstone yeah right so but but i also wanted i mean i also had the 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 underlying urge to move to to prove that we could get further east and sure. make it. So if you could do another road trip, you know, maybe you'd plan it out a little differently. Now yeah, that yeah. You have now that old Bess is. But I like herself. that 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 Trav will take me to a place like um, toppling Goliath, and like he he set his his goals that he sets his mini goals um, aren't necessarily ones that I would set for myself, but it's awesome to. To, to ride along for that. To ride along, right. and then I all, but but he also is willing to ride along and see and see the natural stuff too, right? Which like the Indiana Dune State Park, which was, right? I mean, I like swimming, so I may have gone there, but it yeah. is it's a it's a cool. It was a good dynamic. Yeah, yeah that's there's really There's a neat. give and take, so we had fun, and and I I really enjoyed driving through Yellowstone and stopping at the different places. Yeah, I mean that's pretty epic. A lot of people's dream is to just visit Yellowstone. And there's plenty the thing is is it's kind of like natural Disney World. There's plenty to see. Right. There's uh, huge sections of the park that we didn't even see. Right. Like there's a plains area where where most of the wildlife is that mm-hmm. we didn't even right. our route didn't take us through. So, you know, I, I I intend to go back. Yeah, for sure. I would I would love to go with or without Bessie. With or without Napkins Bess. is going right. back. So I think a lot of people have questions about the future of of Bess because when you were trying to convince me to buy Bess, you said, you know, I'm going to buy her, and even if we don't want to keep her when we get back to Philadelphia, we could just resell her maybe sure. for the same amount. I need to hear about. Yeah, so but, this, these developments. All right, so my goal has always been to have a camper van. Um, obviously, I you know we don't have a ton of money spending. Like a, it's it's not in our plans right now to get like a like a one hundred thousand dollar hundred thousand dollar one out right conversion van right because we have van. yeah we just a we don't have the money b it's not like we're gonna live in it full time or anything like that. So best was perfect for giving it a go and giving it a shot and having something that you can use and and as napkins alluded to in the beginning. You know, we go up to New Hampshire to see your family. It's really cool to be able to have a camper van so we could pull up to their house, sleep in that, you know, kind of be self-contained, go to a beach, go to a park. So I definitely have plans for Bessie for for doing other trips. Now, whether we take her all the way back out west again or not, who knows? But it's pretty neat to have the ability to say, let's just do a day trip or, or a weekend trip. And, and like we're going to overnight and everything can be self-contained in this van and we don't have to worry about a hotel or even getting out and setting mm-hmm. up a tent. So... Long-term plans is is to keep best. Now, the one thing I didn't think about is that uh, in Pennsylvania, there's pretty strict emissions and inspections that you have to get every dun, dun, dun. every year done to a to a vehicle. In Montana, there is not. Just so, about this. so Bessie had uh, permanent registration. I won't bore you too much with the details, but essentially, since she has permanent registration in Montana, that means that she does not have to ever go through any inspections or emissions again, as long as she stayed registered in Montana. It's just like a lifetime thing. Cool. So you can do whatever you want with her. She can as long as she keeps running, she's good. Yeah. 
I mean, Montana does not have a high population. No. So I assume they're no. not super concerned with things like that. Whereas in concentrated areas like Philadelphia, right. it is important to have, you and, know. And certain these, states like Florida, I don't think has inspection right. or, or some, you know, not emissions, whatever. There's, there's obviously states do it differently. Montana, very lax. Pennsylvania, very strict. So that brings some problems for Bess. One, I was going to take her in for inspection the other day. I haven't yet because I'm a little scared of what's going to happen because here's the thing. We put 2300 bucks into her and let's say someone comes back and like, hey, in order to pass inspection, it's going to be 1000 bucks or 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it at that point? Probably not. So then what do we do? We have this car. We can't get inspected here. Um, I do know there is one issue because when I was texting with Lauren, you know, the guy who sold us the van, and I told her he made it and he was happy and we were chatting back and forth. I was like, oh, I got to take her in for inspection. He goes, Oh, there's one thing I didn't think to tell you, and I totally believe him in this because he... Why would he tell you now? Well, why would he think about the fact that we would need to get it inspected in PA, you know, whatever? Um, He's like, someone may have taken the catalytic converter out of Bessie. So I... He has no catalytic converter. Bessie has no catalytic (laughs) converter, which I'm not even a car person. I knew, like, that's not good. So in order probably to get it... So we're definitely going to have to get a new catalytic converter put in her if she's going to be inspected in PA. Like, no way someone that. may have taken yeah. out her well he said it he converter. goes somebody may have paid somebody else to take out the catalytic converter like he was joking meaning like hey i took it out i didn't yeah. think about it it you're not supposed to take it out montana but who cares she never had to get inspected again right. i didn't even think about it so anyway that a bit wow. of a major issue so this leads yeah, to the uncertainty of the future of bessie now if we can take her in and we can get the work done and it's not that expensive um, or we can get around it somehow, maybe registering as our classic vehicle. I'm, again, I'm not going to bore people with the details. Um, so the future the remains uncertain. uncertain for old Bess because I would love to take Bess on a trip. And you were actually pleasantly surprised when I got her back. You're like, oh, I, she's like, this is nicer. Like, this is yeah, fine. Like, I, I mean, like her. Yeah, I like her. I do not want to sleep in her until some improvements have been made. There is a funk in the van that will not go away. I think it has to do with all of the old carpeting, and I just, I just, I'm. Well, the I funk the wasn't. Urge to the just, thing was, is that the funk wasn't as present until the storm that hit us yeah. and drove water in yeah. through the wheat, the window weeps. So the rugs got a little damp. They got damp and then there was the funk and we were, that's yeah. a shame. The funk, anyway, I would like to rip out, you know, I'd like to gut the carpet ne- inside the carpet and, and needs make to be her nicer. Out. And so I don't really want to take her on any trips and sleep in her with wit until then. So we're not sure what we're going to do, but the goal would be to make her more livable and, and the, take her on some trips. And the goal is to, to make her into a project. You know, neither of us... You're, you're handy. I'm getting to be more handy. And, and the cool thing about Bess is because she was cheap, and obviously she still runs well and has value, but because you it was cheap, it's like, hey, we can experiment on this. Like, we can rip out the carpet, try to put some fluid... Like, that's the main goal. Rip out the carpet, rip out some of the, you know, the siding and all that kind of stuff inside and make it less carpeted and more <laughs> like vinyl flooring or, or laminate so that it you know again it's just not doesn't have that smell so that is the plan to to trick old bessie out a little bit but again to do it cheaply and and in our own like to do it ourselves so that she's in better shape for smalls but we and have to make sure her. she can get inspected granted anyway. they gave they 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 made those vans comfortable i mean if you're not grossed out by you know how old the carpet and the seat and the uh, upholstery is; those chairs are super comfortable. Yeah, like for sure, it's you, like you driving can, a la- in a lazy boy. It is. <laughs> you you basically and the thing goes all the way back. I mean, you can stop. You can pull over. 
put your chair all the way back and sleep pretty comfortably right. in that chair. So Bessie's highlights, super long dipstick, right. really comfortable chairs. Uh, other highlights, the chairs swivel all the way around. All the way around. She has a table. She has a table that you she can... Uh, another highlight, she drives. You only have to drive her with two fingers on the wheel. She just kind of floats. She's smooth. Like one of those old, big cars. You're just <laughs> sitting there. You're like halfway asleep because it's like a lazy boy. You're like, you know, dug into the, her. It's and then very you're just, relaxing And driving. you're just sitting there like with your arm on the big, comfortable armrest with just two fingers on the wheel, just meandering down the road. The only thing that was Sounds missing fantastic. was dependable tunes. Yeah. Right. So, so she has a few things that need to be worked out, but overall, overall, you could, would say it was a great decision and you wouldn't change it? You wouldn't trade it for the world? I wouldn't. I would no. But I didn't have to pay anything for it. <laughs> one of, I mean, other than gas and things like that. One of the best decisions of my life, and it reminded me, I, I always... One of the best decisions of yeah. his life. Well, here's why. I've always wanted to do... There's two things I want to do. I've always wanted right to have... Right after having Whitaker and marrying me, of That course. stands alone. I said one of, <laughs> not the best. But I've always wanted to drive across the country, mm-hmm. and I have always wanted to have uh, to have an RV or a camper van and to be able to do both and to not have spent that much money to do it and to have the crazy story that came around with it and to have had napkins as a co-pilot and and a travel companion because one of the first trips I ever took that made me realize I love travel was when him and I did a road trip when we were 18 down to Florida for the first time and this kind of brought back those memories of like, sure, absolutely. Was, we're older, we're, we're twice as old, but literally we didn't know what route we were going to take. It was the same feeling of, I've never seen this, I've mm-hmm. never done this, are we going to make it? Who knows? Let's just get on it's the nice road and see what happens. nice to know you can recapture some of that. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we, we used to talk about it like, oh, we got to do a road trip again. Because we did two of them within a, a, a short space of time in those years, at, both to Florida, and they were both awesome. We yeah. had a great time, and it was a total adventure. But I think we definitely recaptured some of that. Yeah, and that's I like, would say you know, captured the all the magic. We felt like kids a lot again. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I would say we recaptured all the magic, and I didn't know if it was possible because as you get older, you you wonder is it possible to have that that first sense of like wonderment again? But mm-hmm. it is because it is. you're doing a different part of the country. You don't know what to expect, and you're doing it in a different way. And so I had that exact same feeling as I did when we were 18 and we were driving a Ford Taurus down to Florida, yep. and that's pretty cool. And that so. was and that was that was a really Nice. That's probably the highlight of the trip in terms of overarching, overarching, you know, themes. Uh, ex- themes is that I I realized like, oh, this you can have these feelings again. Like you can, you're you're you don't outgrow the like your wonder. wonder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Wow. So and the fear because <laughs> there's fear involved. <laughs> Do you but think there was a little more fear involved that's at what this ha- age than when you were 18, possibly? Because oh. you're used to being more comfortable and having maybe, things more planned out. Maybe, but I think that the the fear humbles you and yeah. it makes part. It's part of what makes you feel like a kid again. Sure. Is it the uh, the unknown? When you're a kid, there's more unknown, except you're not ex- as much expected yeah, to know. That's the thing too. When you are older, life it's harder for life to surprise you. Right. It is. And to Agreed. have that happen on this adventure just makes it really special. It does. So it's like, you know, Trav and Napkins are the match made in heaven for road tripping. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one of the great things was that I knew when Napkins was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I thought this is going to be great. In my head, I kind of had that. All right. This is hopefully this is similar to that first trip we took to Florida. And and I kind of feel like it is because I'm already feeling that like, mm-hmm. oh, are we going to make it? This is pretty cool. And, you know, you and I travel a ton, Hath, and it's awesome. And But you even said, like, 
I'm glad I'm not on that trip. So it was kind of cool to be able to do something that I knew. All right, I know it's got to be nice for Heather. I'm not. I don't begrudge her that at all. This mm. not everyone wants to sleep in super hot, 1989 right. Chevy G20 that's musty and has dog hair on it. I I, I get no. that. So I loved that we were able to do it, have the experience, and now we can come back <laughs> and we can hopefully rip her apart and and make her even better for you. Yeah. So, and and hopefully that is the case. And you know we are really lucky that we can take these trips. And so I did not begrudge you and Napkins having a nice time. And no, and I appreciated and, that. You know, a lot of people were like. Aren't you jealous? And I'm like, well, not <laughs> in exactly. the circumstances, I'm, you know, there are parts I'm jealous of, sure, and some parts I'm not, like sleeping and sweating your butt off in right. the van. So right. I'm glad you guys had a grand time. Thank I'm you. glad that we have Old Bess. I hope that we continue to take adventures with Old Bess, and uh, we'll keep you updated and posted with all of our journeys i guess and, and, and you know her, if she yeah. even passes inspection and, and i am and happy to help stuff. you guys when you you know get down dirty renovating old yeah. bess if this does uh, if this does if it works out and, yes and i do think one of the neat things you know we were passing all these people with brand new winnebago's and you're looking at them and you're thinking oh that's so nice i'd be so comfortable that's air conditioned you know it's bigger it's more com- you know it's better but to me I was. I actually thought it's way cooler that we're in this 1989 Chevy yeah. G20. Well, she's a classic, basically. Right. Yeah. And you know, you didn't have to invest a lot, right. so you don't. You're not worried or concerned as much because you know you only spent twenty three hundred dollars, and not that that's nothing, but it compared to a brand new RV, sure. which you can spend you know hundreds and thousands of dollars on. It's, it's um yeah. And it's part of the story. Right. Like it, it's a huge part of the story is that right. we're in like everyone I think well, who shapes. was watching our story on Instagram and Facebook were, you know, how do we say, oh, I bought this new big truck and fifth wheel and I'm driving cross country. People were like, oh, that's cool. But yeah. here people were like really getting into like, oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, well, and because, because it's, it's kind of attainable for a lot of people, right. because it if is. you're only going to invest twenty five hundred dollars, that's not very much money. Right. It is. And a lot of people could just can, do if you that can, if you could if find, you can find a vehicle. the right vehicle, the right seller. Exactly. So you can find yeah, a Lauren. you too could be driving across the country in old best. And you too, if you live in a state that doesn't have inspection, may <laughs> soon be driving across country in the actual old best. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Heth, I mean, obviously, thanks for allowing me to take the trip. And, and actually, when we were on FaceTime being like, yeah, you should just do it because you and your sister are both sitting there and you were both like, yeah, just go for it. And I thought, whoa, that was not the answer I expected. So thank <laughs> you neither. for that. And napkins, of course, thank you for being an awesome companion and at every point basically saying, hey, it's up to you, man. I'm good to go if you want to do it. I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do because I think a no at any point would have led me to say like, okay, yeah, like because I was just saying I, I don't want anyone to not enjoy this or be comfortable with it. Sure. And so the fact that no one said no allowed us to me to like push a little more mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. go and do it. And I think we're all happy that it happened. Well, so. I appreciate your planning and I appreciate your willingness to take risks because it it pays off. Hashtag so trav, trav travel, right? Trav <laughs> Last travel. minute buy that's, a van, drive yes. across the country. So and thank you guys for listening. Um, that's the story of all the best. We know we've gone a little long today. That was on purpose. We wanted to give kind of the backstory. I think there's a lot of funny details that had Absolutely. we left out would not have shown how crazy the the process and the trip actually yeah. was. Um, whether you're camper vanning across the country, flying, who cares? 
Don't forget, check out Tortuga Backpack to sponsor the show. You can go there, tortugabackpacks.com, use the promo code EPOP, and I'll get you 10% off your entire order. We will also be linking everything up in the show notes, including Bates Farm Kitchen. I think that's what it's called. Is that maybe the best meal of the whole trip, would you say? Yes. 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 Not including the Rambler Inn, where (laughs) I'm pretty sure, Heather, feminist burn bras, they don't sign them and (laughs) staple them to bar walls. Yes, you're probably right. Bates Farm (laughs) Kitchen will be linked up in the show notes, um, as well as some of the other things that we talked about. You can get And you had a burrito, breakfast burrito. Uh, It was uh, incredible. It was incredible. Fantastic. The best breakfast burrito I think either of us have had. For sure. And then I had biscuits and gravy, which were phenomenal, which is saying a lot because my dad made them growing up. I'm from, um, you know, my roots are down south, even though I was born in PA. And in terms of culinary roots, and uh, it was good. You guys are making me hungry. Yeah. So um, we'll link all that up in the show notes. Uh, You can get that extra pack of pants.com slash shows. Don't forget, reach out on Twitter and Instagram. We were sharing a decent amount of the story and and kind of parts of the story on Instagram. So if you have that, um, even if you don't use it a lot, check it out. I mean, download it, get it. My mom got Instagram so she could follow her thing. (laughs) You could check it out at pack of peanuts. Um, We'll continue to post. We'll continue to give you more updates on bass and everything that's going on. That's definitely the best way to follow us is on Instagram at pack of peanuts. Um, Best way to communicate. You can tweet us um, obviously there too at pack of peanuts. Let us know. Use the hashtag love napkins. If you want us to be able to (laughs) coerce napkins to come on to more podcasts. Um, (laughs) We love that you love him as a guest. So let us know there. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks as always for all the support. Make us the number one rated travel podcast. Not, you're not supposed to say iTunes anymore on Apple Podcasts. It's going to take a while for me to get used to. Number one travel podcast on Apple Podcasts. Kind of stupid, man. whatever. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, but it sounds dumb. It does. It's, yeah. it's yeah. just it's just ungainly. Yeah, you guys know where. We're actually going to be putting it on Spotify too. Now podcasts are on Spotify. Yes. So I am going to put it, I'm going to figure out how to get on Spotify. So you'll be able to listen there as well. Um, so just FYI for all you Spotify listeners. Um, and until next time, happy free travels.